Hello, I'm Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson & Terry Recruitment. I'm Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. And you are listening to an edited version of Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike, uh, which airs every Sunday at 11am on DAB Digital Radio across Oxfordshire and online at getradio.co.uk. And our show introduces you to local trusted experts, whilst we also talk about topics that you, the listeners, tell us is impacting on local businesses and their owners. For copyright reasons, we cannot play the songs mentioned in the show. Uh, but for more info and business wrench related content, please do head over to getradio.co.uk. I definitely recommend it. Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Good morning. This is Get Radio and welcome to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. My name is Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson & Terry Recruitment and indeed the Oxford Business Community Network. And my name is Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. Now, you'll know by now that our show introduces you to local trusted experts whilst we're also discussing matters that are impacting on local businesses that you, the listeners, tell us is what you want to hear about. Now, on today's show, we have two guests who are very much experts in the area that we're going to be talking about today because they've experienced it. So our guests today are Aoife Griffin and Cara Cullen from Thompson & Terry Recruitment. Now, Ben, I normally ask you a question at this point and you normally say, Mike, I don't know the answer. We better ask our guests. So I don't even know if I need to even ask you this question, but what is a graduate programme? Mike, um, it is actually a really good question to ask um, because I think so many businesses uh, don't know what a graduate programme is and think it's something in the big offices of Google or KPMG and actually it isn't relevant to the small independent. Um, so throughout the next hour, we're going to share with the listeners what is a graduate programme, how can you implement a graduate programme in your business and what are the huge benefits, not just to your business, but to the younger generation in such a rich county for education. This is the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. We'll be welcoming I guess after this. Get radio. Welcome back. This is Get Radio and this is the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. And today I'm really, really proud, almost like a proud dad, um, to welcome two of two of my team um, that, yeah, I'm incredibly proud of and that both of which have really, really excelled throughout our graduate programme. So just let's start with some introductions. Um, so Aoife, rather than me introduce you to the listeners, um, why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners? Hi everyone, I'm Aoife. Um, as has been discussed already, I joined Thompson & Terry on a graduate programme um, since been promoted and I'm now the recruitment and marketing manager there. Amazing, thank you so much. Um, in 20 seconds, um, what's your background before before working for Thompson & Terry and mention your Irish dancing? Yeah, <laughs> uh, my background before, um, okay, I'll start off with the Irish dancing. So I was an Irish dancer, um, travelled around the world competing in lots of different competitions. Um, I was seventh in the world, <laughs> which is a little bit of an achievement of mine. Um, gosh, I don't know what else, what else is that in, exciting about me? I'm not sure. Um <laughs> Yeah, I suppose if I go forward to now, um, I've just had a daughter um, and she is now nine months old. Amazing. And we're so happy to have you back off the back of maternity leave, as lovely as Myla is. Right. <laughs> um, now, Cara, introduce yourself to the listeners. Hello, everyone. So my name is Cara, also with Thompson and Terry Recruitment. Um, I am still on the graduate programme. I joined in June 2022. 
um, was really struggling to find a graduate programme in Oxford, which I'm hoping to talk more about later on, but just really happy to have joined a lovely team. Amazing. Gosh. Um, and anyone would think um, I didn't pay them to say that, um, but that's <laughs> another story. Um, so we're going to go into the roundtable and share lots of um, lots of real kind of honest experience over, over the next hour. But before we do that, um, the most difficult questions that you're going to be asked this morning, let's let Aoife go first is you've been asked to pick a song for the listeners. So what's your song choice and why have you picked it? I'm going to go for Mr. Brightside and because I think it's a crowd favourite. Oxfordshire Station, Get Radio. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio. Now, before listening to that crowd favourite chosen by Aoife, we were listening to um, a little bit more about their background and uh, how they love working for Ben at Thompson & Terry Recruitment. uh, Yes, okay, listeners, you're as amazed as I was, but there we go. (laughs) So, (laughs) But Ben, I think, you know, we don't normally come to you first to to ask the question, but I am going to come to you very first, really, just to tell us you know, probably why you started a graduate program and to give some insight in terms of what a graduate program is from your perspective. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Mike. Um, So for me, I, I've always um, got my biggest enjoyment from helping people and from really um, careers and coaching. And all of my mates will tell you that they get fed up with me constantly saying to them since quite an early age, what are you doing about your CV? Where's your next career move? How are you developing? And Um, Back in the summer of 2017, um, I did quite a lot of research and across Oxfordshire, I could only find less than 10 graduate programmes that were actually advertised by SMEs. There's some within the university, there's some within the big players, but very, very few. And when you've got Oxford University, which is one of the best, if not the best university in the world, and Brooks University, which again is a really, really good university that you know, Mike, a, a lot better than I it seemed really, really strange when actually throughout the education system, you're really taught when you leave university, you need to do a graduate program. And I think that's the, that was the biggest reason I was seeing that all these bright, talented young people were leaving Oxfordshire. So I thought this is a bit of a challenge. How, how could an SME create a graduate program? And I thought to myself, what is a graduate program and why, why do businesses offer it? And a graduate program is an opportunity for young, intelligent talent to get a foot into the world of work and really learn about a sales department, a marketing department, a HR department, or, or depending on the brand it is. And I thought, actually, what's the biggest thing through our networking that we see that small businesses have? Lots of tasks that sometimes are seen as mundane or low value, or maybe not within the skill set of the business owner who often needs to wear many hats. And I thought, surely there's a win-win here. There's all of these graduates every year leaving universities in Oxfordshire who want to get that really practical experience. And there's all these SMEs who have really great businesses, but actually could really benefit from insight and really doing in a lot of cases. So I created a graduate program um, and I said, um, I am going to create a graduate program within Thompson and Terry, which is a mix of recruitment, obviously, sales, marketing, administration, finance, and business planning. I'm sure the listeners will be shocked to know a bit of networking as well. Um, And really give and really employ somebody um, and prove that this can be done by an SME and it can work and it can be a win-win and then roll it out across our clients. So I hired Shannon um, who joined Thompson and Terry. She was excellent. Um, She was promoted. She did really, really well. Um, 
no longer works with the business, but is still a very good friend of the business and really excelling um, within a well-known brand in London. Um, then, um, then we employed Aoife, uh, which was that has been equally as successful. Um, some would argue more so, bear in mind, she's just about to get her second promotion. Um, and really, we've ro- now rolled it out across 60 different clients um, and Cara's joined a- along the way. So the idea of a graduate programme, and it's a really long answer, which you're told not to do on radio, is giving young people the opportunity to really get that practical experience after their degree. But to make commercial sense, it won't work. Every graduate won't want to stay with your business forever. It will make commercial sense for the year while they're with you, but actually it will give them really tangible experience on their CV. They might be one of your future stars and stay long-term, as Aoife has. They might move on to pastures new, like Shannon did, but actually it makes commercial sense throughout. I think I caught all up. <laughs> um, but actually, one of the things I did pick up from what you were just saying there, and I was speaking to a, another one of your employees earlier um, in the week at one of your speed networking events, um, who told me that he obviously joined you on a graduate program with a um, obviously a qualification in a particular area. And actually, through, through going through your graduate program, he's developed skills and seen that he's better in a particular area that wasn't actually what he qualified from, which is really quite interesting about how you've evolved that through, through your program. So hats off to you. Cara, I want to pick up something then that you mentioned in your introduction is that when you were leaving uh, university, you were looking for a graduate program. So from your perspective, then what sort of thing were you looking for before you found Thompson and Terry and that, that Thompson and Terry ticked that box for you? Yeah, so going back a little bit, um, during my A-levels, I did psychology, history and sociology because they were what I enjoyed. And then I went to university and I did sociology again because it was what I enjoyed. And I think coming out of that, I was looking for something really rounded because I think everyone goes into university and you're thinking, I'll work out what I want to do. And people around me had done that. And I thought, I'll know by the end exactly what I want to do. And it just didn't happen for me. And I think that's goes without saying it happens for a lot of people that way as well but I was looking for something really rounded something where I could get involved where I could be trusted to take tasks under my wing and run with them and I think when I was looking it got to a point where unless you are looking within a couple of really big players you you just don't have that opportunity and I think Ben sort of already covered it but in Oxford, it is it is really, really shocking how, how little there is out there graduate programme-wise. I think there's a lot of entry-level roles, but in terms of roles where you can really throw yourself in and get involved with the finance, the marketing, the social media staff, the administration, absolutely everything that, yeah, there's little roles there. So that's definitely what I was looking for sort of coming out of university. Fantastic. And before, before I bring Ben back in as a host rather than... Uh, um a guest, I guess. Um, Aoife, from your perspective, you've been through the graduate programme. Um, congratulations. I hope you knew you were going to get promoted again before Ben announced it just earlier. Um, <laughs> but, you know, t- tell us what, what you experienced from it, the benefits and um, and why you loved it so much. Um, I, I think like Ben and, and Cara have both touched on, it's, it's given the opportunity to be able to run with everything and be able to be trusted to do a bit of everything, you're, you're not going to get that experience if you just go into sort of a customer service job or an admin job or a finance job. If you do a graduate program, you get to experience absolutely everything and you can 
decide what you really enjoy and where your strengths are and then kind of build a career based off of that which is kind of what I've done so I've obviously done the graduate program I sat down with Ben when I was having my promotion and we kind of looked at what did I enjoy within that year what were my strengths what my what were my weaknesses and then we've built my kind of promotion based off of that which has been amazing so I think it's just having that opportunity to kind of see what you really want to do. And I think that's probably why I've stayed long term, because I really enjoy my job. I'm doing exactly what I want to do and I'm trusted to do it as well, which I think is amazing. Amazing. Good, 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 good. Um, so, Mike, weirdly, I you didn't expect this, but I'm going to turn turn the um, clock back on you, really. Um, I know that you um, probably do more volunteering than anyone I know in Oxfordshire in terms of you're, you're very, very kind and generous with your time. And, and you do a lot of work with young people, particularly in Digcarts. What, what are you seeing um, at GCSE or A-level stage or, or maybe at the age of, of your son in terms of... Um, the kind of decisions that they're having at that age in terms of the future career and how to work towards that. Yeah, it's um, really interesting. Yeah, you're right. I, I run a, do a role called the Enterprise Advisor um, at Didcot Girls and Didcot Sixth Form, linking the schools with um, local employers to support the careers programme there. Um, I've done that now for about eight years. And I think the challenge we always have through the um, the, the careers programme is you know, guiding the students towards potential jobs because as we know, the jobs that are now at Google didn't exist five years ago. So, you know, what, and we've seen an explosion, as we heard on our show last week about, I'm sorry, a few weeks ago, about um, artificial intelligence, you know, that that didn't really, wasn't on anybody's radar uh, until recently. Um, And what I actually loved on that show when we talked about um, artificial intelligence with Kareem Sakat um, a few weeks back was that he talked about encouraging people to keep learning. And that's probably something I've taken away as a phrase because that really fits into what we do encourage the students um, at Didcot Girls and Sixth Form to do. Some have a pretty clear journey in terms of where they want to go. That might be because one of their parents did that role, et cetera, or it's just something that they've got attracted to. You know, we know that um, Ruth in OBC and Ruth Hawkins at BHP, is it BPO, um, did some stuff with um, the legal side and, and getting people into that so i think that can be benefit but i think this this keep learning thing that's something that i've been talking to my son um since this the show with kareem it's just like you know we can think about something specific but just keep having that attention to wanting to learn and if you've got that attention to learn as kareem said on the show you know he didn't know that he was going to be touching on artificial intelligence x years ago and i think you know that was my why i got involved in careers um program so much because no disrespect to my careers teacher, but he said, you're good at numbers, so you better go into a bank, you know, and that was it. And and that's what I did. And I didn't go off to university. I went straight into school and was uh, from school into a bank. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think that was uh, my basis, really, in terms of what we're trying to do and and trying to connect people and just try and give um, the students at the school as much exposure to um, types of jobs in the local community so they just get a flavor of the sort of thing that might point them in the direction a little bit like your graduate program giving people exposure to different experiences that might sort of help guide where that, where they're going to be mm. no re- really good insight really good insight i i think the big the big thing that's come out of the show already really is actually if, if we don't invest in our younger generation the world will stop um maybe not literally but in terms of the future future talent i think that i can speak firsthand as i'm sure we all can of, of the shortage of talent in oxfordshire um cara you'll be pleased to know i'm bringing you back into the conversation um and i i really really want to talk about um 
some of your peers, if that's okay. So some of your friends and some of the people that are are of the same generation um, as you, and just kind of give a little bit of a flavour of, of some of the jobs that they might have had and some of the routes that they might have taken, and really how how it compares to what you've done in terms of the differences. Yeah, so I think I've had a few friends who, since I can remember, were so adamant that they knew what they were going to do and they have gone and done it. Um, I have one friend who's currently doing her master's in criminal analysis and she's working for Thames Valley Police and she's been speaking about that since I can remember. Um, I've got friends who have studied real estate, they've gone into real estate, but I think so many of my friends were in the same boat as me in that we were doing what we enjoyed And now we're trying to carry on doing what we enjoy. And I've got one friend who started, she went through university, she came out, she started a career in digital marketing. um, And she has since left and she's gone traveling because it's what she realized she wanted to do. So I think in terms of my peers, it it is a real mix. And I think one thing across the board from those who are in a similar situation that I was nine months ago, um, one thing that I do hear is that they wish they could find something similar to what I found. I think we hear it, especially working in recruitment. We speak to people all the time who say, oh, I think I want to do this. But I think at this age, there is a lot of wanting to test the waters, like Mike just said. And it's so important that you do have that opportunity to to test things out and see what works and what doesn't, because later in life, you might not have that. So yeah, what better time to do it than now? Fantastic. And Anifa, if, we, if we're going to encourage more businesses in Oxfordshire to, to run a graduate programme, similar to like, like you guys have, um, I know you as an organisation have kindly given up time to speak to other people about setting up graduate programmes themselves. What sort of things are you hearing that people also want from a graduate programme in addition to you know what you guys are, have said already? Well, I think just going back to kind of what the graduate program that we that both car and i have been on is is literally just being able to kind of do a bit of everything and i think that's what a lot of people would like the opportunity to do so you know when we're calling uh, candidates that have you know just finished university a lot of them say oh i want to do a graduate program but they just don't know what in or what kind of sector they want to go in so you know if more businesses around oxfordshire or you know wherever offered these uh, graduate programs where they could get the taste of absolutely everything within a business, then I think a lot more people would go into them and a lot more people would be successful and actually find the career that they want a lot earlier on um, than than what people do. I think what people tend to do, I know a lot of my friends have, is they've come out of university a bit like Cara, a bit like, oh, I'm unsure what I want to do. I just kind of was doing something at uni that I enjoyed and have gone into different industries and different roles that have nothing to do with with their degree. And they're kind of just hopping around now into different jobs thinking, oh, I'm not sure I enjoy this. I'm not sure I enjoy that. Whereas I've been able to come out of university, go straight into a role where I've been able to see firsthand and experience everything all at the same time and then been able to kind of mould my career off of that, which, you know, I've been at Thompson and Terry now for nearly four years and that, that's that been my only job. Whereas my other friends I've that finished university at the same time as me, they're on their fifth role now in a different company. So I, I think it's, I think it's that, I think, a great graduate program program can create real longevity within your staff like Ben was saying earlier it can make real commercial sense and I think it's a great opportunity for for all young people to be able to have offered to them absolutely thank you all for your thoughts so far we'll continue the conversation after this discussing topics that impact local businesses and their owners this is the business brunch sponsored by we do hr support Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best.
Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Um, today I'm I'm proud and grateful. Um, I'm grateful to my partner Mike uh, for agreeing to do do a show all about Thompson and Terry. But also, I'm really really proud um, of Cara and Eva. Although I wouldn't admit that, obviously, um, <laughs> on 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 how well they're coming across. And actually, if if I think both of them were to think back four years ago and nine months ago when when leaving university, would they be on the radio show? They would have probably rolled their eyes at me. Um, but anyway, let's 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 continue this conversation. Um, and really, I want to talk about um, probably something that, that I think we've not spoken to, about before, um, Eva and Cara, which is is my openness. Um, so one of the things that I've always tried to do with my staff is be ridiculously open. You've both got access to the bank account. You both know when we are having challenges and we're worried about something. You both know when we've had really great and really profitable months. And and and, and actually, it's been it's been really great. And how 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 does that make you both feel? And how does that um, sit with you in terms of, I guess, having the pressures work like any small business when we have a bad month and things aren't great, but then actually having the real wins and being involved in an entrepreneurial way of growing a small independent business. I I think it goes back to the word trust again. Like I said earlier, it's the thought of being really trusted at such a young age. I think it's incredible. Like I, like Ben said, we have access to the bank account. We know exactly what's going on when things are going on. Ben is so open with us. He'll, you know, if he's got an idea, he'll tell it to us straight away and he wants our input on it. And I think that's another big thing is we always have an input on what's happening within the business. And I just don't think that, you would really get that in another job. I think it really does. It can be really pressurizing, I suppose, in terms of, you know, if things are going wrong, you, you, you know, and you know exactly what's going wrong. And, but I think it teaches you resilience. And I think it really helps you kind of, I suppose, build your skill set up again, because you're taught from a very young age that, okay, if this goes wrong, then this happens almost like a snowball effect. You know exactly what's going to go wrong if things do go wrong, if that kind of makes any sense. But yeah, I think with Ben being really open, it does also kind of make you feel really valued as a member of the the business. And yeah, I think it goes a long way. I think just to, sorry, just to add on to that a little bit. Um, I know when I joined, um, Aoife already mentioned, she's recently had her little girl, Myla, who is so cute um but when I joined Eva was just going off on to maternity leave and as our recruitment and marketing manager um, myself and Sam had recently joined and we were having the discussions of well who's gonna who's gonna take what from Eva when she goes and how are we going to manage more recently how are we going to manage her coming back and how are we going to all work together to make sure that her job is still there but that we are still being enriched and we are still you know progressing the way that we want to and I think since the since the beginning we've had the difficult conversations Ben has he'll come to you and he'll say this is what's going on you know how are we going to fix it and it's very much a mentality of getting our heads together and all working together and whilst we are such a small team I think a lot of people don't realize how small we are but it is nice to have at any given moment you know you can reach out I can message Aoife even when she was away if there was something absolutely urgent she was there so it's nice to have that really tight-knit team mentality and I think yeah it does go back to trust and that's that. Well I love it from an outsider looking in in terms of you know you do have a, a close team a knit team you do seem to work together and you'd imagine wouldn't you in terms of trying to do a mix of roles how that would 
sort of like probably step on each other's toes by who's who's trying to do what but i know how well you communicate with with each other to, to do that just tell me a little bit more then about you know I, I see this sometimes in apprenticeships for example someone comes on an apprenticeship and the apprenticeship in effect gets lost in the system because they're too busy doing the work if you like but i know Ben's very specific about making sure that you are getting from the graduate program what you want as much as Thompson and Terry getting what they need from from that. So how do you keep the focus of the graduate program and the benefits that you want as individuals versus balancing that with uh, the business objectives? I think one of the great things Ben is good at is so this sounds like we're just really honouring Ben this, this whole range. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, I'm sat back I'm sure nicely in my chair. That's, that's why he asked for the show. Come on. Um, I think one of the things he's always said with me is he really wants me to be fulfilled and not just get lost in a graduate scheme or not just get lost in the business. So I think it, it again, is, is having those conversations. And every month we sit down and we'll all have like a monthly review individually. Um, so every month, you know exactly where you are, exactly how you're progressing, exactly where you are in line with the job and where you need to be to you know get your promotions and things like that so I think you're always aware of where you are and how you're doing which I think kind of helps not get lost in things um and like you were saying a minute ago you know the communication is really really good you know we all know exactly where each other is as well and like we'll all be really honest with each other so I think yeah, I've never really, I don't think, got lost in either the graduate program or the business. I'm aware that they're two separate things, but they go together, obviously, really, really well. So, yeah, I think it's the communication that we have and the reviews. And I think it's just always knowing where you are that kind of help help that. Fantastic. And Ben, I want to bring a question back over to yourself, because obviously we're talking about it uh from Aoife and Cara's position, but from your position as an employer and who's introduced the programme, and obviously it's working for you because you, you're continuing to do that. Tell us a little bit more now in terms of sort of like the latest thinking, you know, you know, why why you continue to do it, the benefits you're getting as a business that, again, other businesses might encourage to be encouraged to do this? Yeah, absolutely. No, great, great question. Um, fr- from my point of view, I think everything I do in business um I, I do for for two reasons, um, and I think values and doing the right thing is really really important to me. I think that if we were to use the word entrepreneur, I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are motivated by money, um, and and that's never really been a motivator for me. Um, so I think for, for me, where I get the smile and the fuzzy feeling and the real sense of fulfilment is when I'm when my team are progressing and and when I can look at them and think do you know what? They're really proud to work for this business. So I think if I look back at this show, some of the things that Aoife and Cara have been saying, which I'll pay them for later, have, have been have been career highlights. They really, really have. Um, but I think that if you look purely as a commercial side of things, I think I see in the world of business um, two types of employer. Um, in fact, I see three types of employer, but I think that the two categories where it's wrong is employers that are really, really greedy and try and take every penny they possibly can out of their people. And if they and and be fickle, um, and we see it in the world of networking, don't we? We see it in the world of business. And, and actually, I think that that's the wrong way to do things. But then I see other employers who are potentially too kind. Um, and, and sometimes you've got to be cruel to be kind. And I think that for me, I've always been really, really upfront um, as part of our first interviews that we had and said, 
anyone that I ever employ, but anything I ever do in business, it's always about double an investment. Um, I don't want to more than double investment because I see that as being greedy. I don't want to less than double investment because then when things like COVID happen or when there's maternity leave happens or when all of these things happen, you then don't have the reserves in your business to be able to bounce back. And actually, if you're having, if I'm creating a business where um, two of my staff are right on the cusp or losing money and one of my staff is really great, that's really unkind to the person who's doing really, really well that their job is being put at risk by by the two that are struggling and, those, and that um, calculation isn't correct. So why do I do it? I do it through fulfillment. I do it because I really enjoy supporting young people. I do it because it makes commercial sense. Um, and I think that that's a big thing that's going to cover um, for a lot of business owners listening at home. And I think thirdly, um, recruitment is really tough in Oxfordshire. So yes, you know, this year we've had our record ever month and we're probably going to be on, on on track for our best of a year. But on the flip side, our time to hire is higher than it's ever been before. Our minutes per hire in terms of the time we're investing has been harder. And actually, I think that if I went to hire people as rounded young business women, women as Cara and Aoife now, I'm not sure I would be able to attract talent so strong. But actually, both of them are loyal to Thompson and Terry. Both of them are really fulfilled and both of them are growing with the business. And I, I genuinely see both of them being directors of the future. I really, really do. Fantastic. Well, it's a great show, getting some great insight into to Thompson Seri and the graduate programme. Uh, Cara, we uh, need to bring this difficult question over to you, don't we, in terms of uh, your song choice. And uh, so what would be your song choice and why did you choose it for the listeners today? So I am going with Sing by Ed Sheeran. Um, I am a huge Ed Sheeran fan. I feel like this is such an upbeat song. I've even got a ginger cat called Ed Sheeran, so I thought it was only right. The Business Brunch Podcast from Get Radio. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio. Now, can you picture a ginger cat called Ed Sheeran as chosen by Cara just a moment ago? What a great song, though, I must admit. So before that song, we've been really deep diving into graduate programmes and the benefit to both Aoife and Cara as individuals, but also the benefit to the business and Thompson and Terry. And I'm hoping, um, because of what sounds to be a lack of graduate programmes in Oxfordshire, this encouraging more listeners uh, who run businesses locally to invest in graduate programmes. So, Ben, we said that uh, we'd um, have a few moments to what you would say to encourage businesses to get more involved in graduate programmes. What else have you not said so far that you would like to add? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I would encourage you to do um, right now is think about your business um, and think about your future hiring strategy. So what key positions do you need in the future? If you could almost design um, design your ideal employee of the future, what experience would they need to have? What skills would they need to have? What values would they need to have? Then work backwards and ask yourself another question. What tasks do you have within your business that could be taught relatively easy? What are the low value mundane tasks or maybe the tasks that you're outsourcing and could be done internally? So um, social media posting, for example, some of the administration and then tie those together. So actually, if you can look at some of the tasks in your business that are varied um, and give um, uh, uh, and give opportunity there that you're currently paying for or senior members or mid-level members of staff are doing those, then actually you have got a win-win to start with. You have got 
experience for a young person that joining on a graduate program you have got um tasks that are going to make commercial sense because they're going to go away and then actually the middle bit that is the magic is how would you work with that person to take them from the start the low value tasks in inverted commas all the tasks that you need to be done in your business to that future dream employee and how can you work with them to get them to that stage and i think that it is relatively straightforward when you really really think about it it really is because actually i think that most business owners in fact i think every business owner i've spoken to about the graduate program and sat down over a coffee and really talked it through they said surely a graduate wouldn't want to do that surely a graduate wouldn't want to do that but actually how do you get experience most job descriptions to most clients we work with say oh we would like somebody with experience of so this 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 and this but how do you get experience if nobody's going to give you the opportunity? That's a great point. I can see you nodding, Aoife. So I'll, I'll bring the question over to, to yourself first, if that's okay, is that, you know, you've obviously been through the graduate programme. I suspect that, as Ben said, if you were going to apply for a job that you got promoted into first, you'd been low down the pecking order because of, like Ben says, et cetera. No disrespect to yourself, sorry, but, you know, you'd been low down that pecking order. But the experience you've had through the graduate programme, how would you say, you know, on reflection, you, that you now feel about that journey and how it's prepared you for that? Yeah, I think it's prepared me really well. Um, like Ben said earlier, I'm on track for my second promotion. And I think that's because I've been able to kind of really get my teeth into everything that I've wanted to experience. So the graduate programme to obviously start with was a mix of absolutely everything. The next, so my promotion that I'm, you know, obviously kind of in at the moment um, was kind of more of a tailored approach, I suppose, to what I was enjoying and what I was good at. Um, and how I sort of saw my career going. And then I suppose the next one will be an even more tailored version of that. So I think it kind of really molds your career for you, but it's based on, you know, what you've experienced. And, you know, there's lots of roles out there that people want to go into straight after graduating that they just don't have that experience for. And, you know, if there was more like graduate opportunities and graduate schemes around Oxfordshire, then you would have a lot more you know, people would be able to branch out a lot more and people would be able to, you know, then apply for that next role and have that experience. Um, so, yeah, I, I think sometimes it is really hard for graduates when they're coming out and they just don't know what to do and there isn't those opportunities around and they have to, they end up kind of just going into a role that they're not passionate about, they don't want to do as a career, they've just kind of fallen into it. Um, and I think that can be really hard for people as well. So, yeah. I suppose, does that answer your question? Well, I think, I think I think the latter point that you make about graduates going into roles that they're not passionate about and therefore yeah. they're not going to they're not going to stick long term, are they? Probably like you said with your friends, you know, five jobs. It's probably because yeah. they've not been able to find something and they tried to find something to fit their degree. But, you know, as I was saying earlier, you know, that people do a degree in something, but actually what they want to do longer term has no no reflection in that degree at all. What about yourself, Cara? What, you know, tell us about, you know, how you're being prepared for promotion etc do you feel in more readiness now yeah definitely I think I've already mentioned you know I I didn't know what I wanted to do career-wise but I think I didn't have the opportunity to do as much well any of the office-based things that I have done now I had worked for four years in a customer service role so I knew that I was really happy you know dealing with customers everything like that but I think in terms of that progression Throughout university, I hadn't had the chance to work out what it was that I wanted to do. And through the graduate program, I've got involved with the finance. I've got involved with the marketing, the sales side of recruitment, which is inevitable. I've got involved with everything that needs to be done in such a small business. And 
talks of promotion in one-to-ones, like Eva mentioned, it's really nice to have the opportunity to be so open and say, this is what I'm enjoying, this is what I'm not. And even if it is something that I'm not enjoying, making sure that I do it more in order to potentially, you know, revisit it or close that door and just be sure that it's not something that I'm interested in. So I think the graduate program has prepared me in that way to just understand and get hands-on experience doing it rather than just, you know, hearing from a friend that she's enjoying marketing or hearing from another friend that they're enjoying something else. I think it's important that you actually try it out for yourself. Yeah, and I think it's really important to not just go after money. I think a lot of graduates come out and we speak to so many graduates that come out of university and they say, I want a job and I want, I don't know, 40,000. Like it's, I think one thing that's really stuck with me is that get the experience now and build those foundations for your career. The money will come later. And, you know, you've got the rest of your life to earn money. I think what's so important and something to, when you're coming out of university to to do is to build those foundations, get all of the experience you possibly can, grab every opportunity that you possibly can and run with it and really see where you want your career to go. And then, you know, then think about sort of the money side of things. So yeah, that that would be my advice to a graduate now is if you're coming out of university, think about the long-term gain and not just kind of straight away what you want off the back of university. No, re- really good point there. Really, really good point. I think one of the things we see all day, every day, if, if we're purely putting our recruiter hat on, is every employer that we speak to that is looking to hire, they want somebody that has had a level of success. And I think that what you can give as an employer to a graduate in re- in exchange for their hard work is key set objectives that is going to get a promotion on their CV. Because what a promotion does is it proves that that person did a good job. And actually, I think it really, really does um, certainly create creates a win-win there. Um, we are coming towards the end of the show. Um, but one of the things I just really want to touch on you both with is a little bit of a negative ending. Normally, you do it as a sandwich, don't you, with the bad stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. But but actually, I think that both of you throughout, you know, one-to-ones, there, there's we've had one-to-ones and said, you know, look, you're really struggling in this area or this isn't quite going plan. And actually, we need to build on this next month or... Um, how do we tweak this? How do we tweak that? How how have you both found um, some of the constructive feedback and some of that straight talking, actually, in order to make you more employable in your career, we need to bleed out this or we need to come on a radio show, although it's probably going to be, although you're going to get bullied by all of your friends for doing this. <laughs> um, yeah, I think to, to begin with, um, it's hard. It is hard to listen to. There's no sugarcoating that, you know, having those difficult conversations and someone being so honest and straight with you. And with just going back to the monthly one-to-ones, um, Ben doesn't sort of do it in terms of, okay, you've been here a month. You're doing really well considering you've been here a month. What he actually does is, okay, this is where you need to be to be on track for this role. And although you've only been here a month, it's kind of, yeah, it, that, that's kind of how he does it. So in terms of, kind of knowing where you need to be and having those difficult conversations and and knowing that, okay, I'm doing well considering I've been here a month, but it's not where I need to be to, to do better and to be promoted. Those conversations can be really hard. And like going back to the openness, having those difficult conversations of, okay, we're not having a great month. What can we do to turn things around? It can be difficult and, you know, you can feel pressured, but I do think looking back now over the past four years, it's really sort of, yeah, taught me so, so much. I'm so much more confident than I used to be. Um, I remember on my third day of 
ever working for Thompson and Terry, um, Ben said, we're going to a networking event. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I've literally been here three days. I hate talking, like public speaking to people. And he was like, yeah, you've got to stand up and say who you are in front of all these business people. And I, it was literally my worst nightmare. I remember being in the car thinking, what am I doing? Um, but now when I look back, he, yeah, he was right. <laughs> and I hate to admit that, but he was right. And yeah, I've developed so much in just four years and yeah, I'm really excited to see kind of where my career goes um, in the next four years. <laughs> All right. Did you want to expand on that? Tom? Yeah, I think just adding on to that, I think I would agree with everything that Aoife has said. But in terms of those one to ones, it's making sure that we're not just looking forward, but looking back and working out what isn't working and really pinpointing why. Um, and I think that is always an open and honest conversation. And we at our one-to-ones, myself and Ben will both give our opinion on a certain on a certain matter. So I might think that something's going really wrong and Ben might go, well, it's, it's not where it should be, but it's not as bad as you think it was. And equally, it can go the other way. You know, I might think something's going really well and he might say, well, actually, you know, this needs to be worked on more. So it is just making sure that the conversations are honest. You know, you have to put your heart on your sleeve and, and show what you feel um, to make sure that you're getting as much out of it as as you put in kind of thing. Brilliant. Yeah. And I know the uh, the one-to-one format that Ben uses is really effective. So I recommend any businesses that want to improve their one-to-ones to have a conversation with Ben, just setting Ben up a little bit as we would. Just a very, very last moment, ladies, in terms of one top tip, just a single one top tip to finish the show that you'd give to a graduate looking for a graduate scheme that they should be looking for. I think I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier. Don't just chase the money. That will come in the long term. Go and find something that you can get hands-on experience and really kind of run with and almost take advantage of so that you're able to kind of build your career based off that. And Cara? Um, I think I would say build your LinkedIn profile. I was looking for a role. I couldn't find one and happened to be connected with James Butler, who I know is a good friend of you both, who put me in in contact with Ben. So I would say make sure that you're active everywhere, everywhere that you can possibly be because you might not just find the role that you want on Indeed. Amazing. What a way to end the show. Um, so three thank yous today. Um, thank you so much um, to Aoife Griffin and Cara Cullen of Thompson and Terry Recruitment. You make me proud every day and you really are both great, talented people who have got huge futures ahead of you. And thank you to Mike Foster um, for being such a support, helping me with this show and actually teaching me and being my inspiration as well. So thank you so much. But thank you for your time and your contribution to the discussion and enough for me and back to you, Mike. Thanks, Ben. Yeah, I agree. Thank you, Aoife. Thank you, Cara, for joining us and sharing so much about graduate schemes. Hopefully it's encouraging more businesses in Oxfordshire to um, end Enter into graduates programs and uh, be a resource for all the talent that's coming out of universities right now. Um, you have been listening to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio. Um, Ben's had his proud dad moment this week, um, but next week we go back to another show where we'll be inviting another guest um, with us. And we've got a guest from the Business and IP Centre, which is part of the British Library National Network. And that's Ryan Johnson, the Business Engagement and Marketing Manager, who's based in the Oxford Library. And he's going to be talking to us about uh, their offering and also bringing a, along a couple of his uh, guests or members that use the facility. So just that final reminder that we normally finish the show with, that you can listen to our show here on the radio or online on each Sunday at 11 o'clock. 
podcast comes out on a Monday and on all your favourite podcast formats. And also on a Tuesday, we release our video version either on the Get Radio website or on the Get Radio Facebook page. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and we'll see you next week.